0: Don't it
1: up.
2: If you love reality, this is Big Bubba. I
0: have never in my life yelled at a girl like this. Five pumpkin. My earring gone. Every f***ing go after every life. Every f***ing go after you know right life.
1: You're going to love the Real House Husbands Podcast. The Real House, house Husbands, Husbands,
0: the oh, oh, Housewives. <laughs> <laughs> oh
3: Talking all things reality, both on screen and in real life. You will never believe what happened next. Because sometimes it's juicier. It goes out of their
2: way to go and say that to someone. Get ready, because it's about to get real in here. With your hosts, Tim and Rod. The moralist of them all. Tim Rod.
3: You are the winners of the amazing.
2: (laughs) Welcome back, and thank you for joining us on another episode of The Real House Husbands, the podcast.
3: Yes. Coming up in today's episode, we are going to be talking to drag race royalty, the queen of all queens. Trinity the Tuck Yeah, so excited <laughs> yes, we love her, we are obsessed She's going to be on Spill and All the Tea Giving her opinions on the current seasons of Drag Race And giving us some behind the teens goss on all things RuPaul I love behind the teens Behind the teens Behind the teens, <laughs> behind the scenes This week
2: though, we're going to be talking about those moments in your life What start as something so iconic, something so positive Something that gives you so much joy yeah. but it is short-lived or dampened
3: by other people's opinions and perspectives Yes, we are talking about those absolutely amazing things that happen in your life and then people want to tear you down for it, come at you with hateful negative shit and just completely ruin your moment. Bitches. But like (laughs) why? Why do people do that? And I reckon I know why 100% jealousy 100% Mm -hmm. hate and 100% their own insecurities within themselves the human race are just like douchebags aren't they (laughs) why can't you just be happy for other people's success i know they want to come and just tarnish and ruin your moment (laughs) your success And it's just absolutely ridiculous Like We're talking all things from You could have gotten The best promotion in the world Mm -hmm. And people want to come And tear you down That did happen to me Back in my banking days Because I
2: was young And I became a branch manager Really Really young There was people Who had been Like with this
3: particular bank For like 20 years And then I had to tell them What to do And it's just like They hated me for it (laughs) We're talking everything From getting a new car Getting a new house scoring a sick rich sugar daddy like anything you're getting married oh my god we had it when we got married we literally got married we we're obviously in love we put our wedding photos on insta we had people ripping us to shreds yeah oh, it's oh. meant
2: to be the happiest day of our life <laughs> and we're getting bloody vomit emojis and
3: yeah you guys are sick but the weird thing is vomit <laughs> emojis from gay guys who follow us like Mm. That is 100% jealousy and insecurities. Like we need to learn how to be successful and how to be fucking successful. (laughs) How to be happy for someone else's success. That's what we need to learn to
2: do. (laughs) Exactly. Like for me, I remember like I put on a whole lot of weight when I was a bit younger. And then when I lost the weight, so I was feeling like so fit. i had been working so hard, eating so good. And then people were like... Oh, you look too skinny. And it's
3: like, oh well, my God, I can't fucking win. That is another prime example of exactly what we're talking about. Someone goes through the hard work and energy to lose all that weight. They look incredible. And then, oh, you look too skinny. Oh, you've lost too much weight. That's because the person saying that doesn't have the, have the willpower to lose the weight themselves. They've got to come at you with hate and negativity. It's just it's not like, okay.
2: Yeah, come at me while you're running on the treadmill, all right? <laughs> The, oh my God. Be one for me, Tim. And I know yeah. that we've talked about this um, before together, but when, cause obviously we have a Tim and Rod Instagram account yeah, and we put couple photos up all the time yes. and it grinds my gears. We get it like on both sides, but it's always like, oh, Tim can do so much better than Rod. Yeah. Oh, Rod's harder <laughs> than Tim. Oh. Tim's body is so much
3: better. Like, it's just like, <laughs> who says that? I know, but like, let's be real. You and I, there's people on Instagram, on reality shows that we don't like. and We're not vibing, but for, f- to feel the need to go out of your way and to, to bring them down a notch, to tear them down from their own success and happiness, it's just a terrible part of humanity, isn't it? Like, it must just it's be a terrible in- way to live. Exactly, yes. <laughs> We get it a lot with our wedding stuff. We get it a lot with Instagram. But the thing that we have gotten it the most with, Mm -hmm. like this has happened since the second that we got this amazing bit of success in our lives. Well, I'm just going to throw it out there. When we won the amazing race, that was the greatest moment that has ever Mm -hmm. happened to us. We were so proud. We still are so proud. We're so happy. It was the most fantastic thing ever. We had a lot of support and a lot of love, but we also had so many people trying to rip us down. And take away our success Honestly, it was right from the beginning So like when we first got announced um, On the yeah. on the race
2: as like the newlyweds yeah. It was just like oh, Don't let the gay team win <laughs> We can't have the faggots or the homo win a race like this Like, How funny is it when we When, I, when we put on like a voice of someone else It's always
1: like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we,
2: we never oh
3: just God. like speak our own voice We always put on some weird voice <laughs> oh, no, like, You always do the crazy voice But it was just Because we were so proud of ourselves, mate Like that race is so hard it took us to hell and back physically and mentally so when you when we won it we were just so proud of ourselves and then to see stuff online like this was rigged they didn't deserve to win oh, of course the gay guys would have been rigged to win it like it just we're like what hold on a second we're feeling good like don't try and take that away from us
2: yeah exactly especially when we did make the finale that's when oh. that's when all the comments really started like you we've just done this huge thing. We've been like racing for like six weeks. It airs on TV. It's this biggest build-up. It's the most positive, <laughs> amazing time of your life. And then you get to the finale, and that's when everyone's like, "Oh my gosh, who's actually going to win here?" Yeah. And then it's just like if the gay guys win it's production of course they're gonna oh. let the gay guys win <laughs> but the thing was we were in um, a finale um, we had like Joey and Viv Yeah. Um, so they have like an Asian culture we yeah. were in there with um, Jasmine and Jerome who had an indigenous background Yeah. and then we were from the LGBT LGBTQIA <laughs> plus community yes. um, so like that comment just doesn't even work because like it
3: could have gone either way with any of those three teams oh 100% man. and I am such a sucker like my inner saboteur always gets me this kind of shit because you're feeling good you're feeling amazing and then people's hate and negativity wanting to bring you down from your success i get in my own head i think i remember when the race stuff happened i was thinking like we obviously won it but like yeah like did we deserve to win like was it rigged like you you start questioning yourself and you start believing other people's hateful negative shit towards yourself which is just not on yeah exactly
2: but the thing is, we won. We won two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and just have to
3: learn to have thick skin with this sort of stuff. And people need to learn to be proud of themselves with those things we're talking about. Yeah, you got a you got a promotion. You got your dream sugar daddy. You got a new car. You lost all that weight. Take that moment and run with it. Be proud of yourself. Don't let anyone take that success. Away from you, this is your moment, girl. Live it up, lap it up, and just love yourself. Yes, couldn't have said it better myself, baby. <laughs> Can I get an amen up in here? Amen, <gasps> girl. Oh, Segway, bitch. Because <laughs> coming up next, we're going to be talking to Trinity. And for those of you who don't know, Trinity won all-stars mm-hmm. with someone else, which is a drag race first.
2: Yes, yeah, just like us. We won an amazing race together. She shared the title with Monet Exchange,
3: and we're going to be talking to her about that and she had a lot of people saying that she didn't deserve to win, that it was rigged. So she can relate to us. And we are so excited to chat with her about all things ruin people's success. Yeah, (laughs) stay tuned. Oh my God. (laughs) This is so iconic, mate. So we want to welcome one of the fiercest queens in drag race history, and to be honest, in our eyes, the most polished queen to ever be on the show. The body is here, bitches. It's Trinity the Tuck. Yes. Welcome, Hi Trinity. Boys. Thanks so much yes. for coming, Trinity, and chatting. Yeah, I'm super excited
2: to um, talk with you both today. Do you know what's really iconic, Trinity, is that you won drag race, and we won amazing race. So in, in a weird kind of
1: way, we're like twins. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I I love that. I mean, between my body parts and the two of you, we probably have, you know, have the same amount of body
3: parts. (laughs) 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 Trinity, I want to know, though, if you were going to do The Amazing Race, which drag queen would you choose to do it with? Because obviously it's got to be a pair of two. Who would you pick to be your partner on The Amazing Race if you did it?
1: Probably Cameron Michaels because have you seen her? She's like... Fit. Um, ex- Extremely fit. And so, like, if I run out of breath, she can, like, carry me. <laughs> yeah, she can She can carry your backpack for you. <laughs> yes.
2: Yes. <laughs> you guys would be perfect. One thing I wanted to know, though, because you went on, like, your season nine and you did so well, when you came back for All-Stars, um, was there a part of you that was like, oh, shit, am I going to, like, damage my amazing reputation here? Like, what happens if you went out, like, first in All-Stars? And that would have like almost ruined your reputation for how good you went in season nine.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, I, I knew I had to go back and prove that I was more than what um, they saw on season nine. Yes. And that I had grown a lot as an entertainer since uh, season nine.
3: And Trinity, let's be real. The second you walked in that room, in the workroom on All Stars, you mother tuck and slayed. Like, from the get-go, you were so fierce, so polished. I want to know, though, Trinity, if we we were on the normal season of the Amazing Race, if we came back for All-Stars, like you kind of came back for All-Stars, what mindset did you change? Any tips for us if we were lucky enough to get on the Amazing Race All-Stars and come back and do it again?
1: I think the biggest thing is you just can't let the fact that you did so well the first time that you won the first time, that you're going to automatically do that well the second time. So don't get cocky. You have to... You have to be vigilant and um, be driven and uh, pay attention, even going into the Amazing Race All-Stars, because um, if you underestimate other people,
3: that might be your downfall. This is another gonna blow your mind. We obviously won the race together as a couple, and you won the race with someone else as well. Like, I'm not going to lie, we were rooting for you from the get-go. We're like, Trinity doesn't win this. This freaking thing is rigged. But you <laughs> won it, which is incredible, but you also won it with someone else. Were you a little bit sort of fuming there that you had to share the crown or how did you feel about winning alongside um, someone Monet. else?
1: Um, well, so when Monet and I were both sitting, so they filmed the live um Reveal of who won separately than the actual episode. Oh, um, so wow. me and Monet were sitting in this bar across the street from the Wow Presents um, offices. Yeah, and the screen was really, really high, Duh. and there were there was a lot of people in there, so it was really loud, and I could barely hear what was being said <laughs> on the on the television. So. When she had announced that we both won, I was confused. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know who had won. I didn't know if she had won or if I had won until um, Rue had said, you both win $100,000. At that point is when I realized, okay, we both won. That is incredible. Yeah, but for the whole first part, I was confused. I just didn't know what happened. Now I will tell you. That right after that, yeah. Monet and I were shuttled off to um, a concert, uh, Casey Musgraves, where we were announced on stage as the winners. Yeah. Um, we were backstage for a while, and um, we had you know a private conversation. We were and at that moment, we were both kind of pissed that. We had to share the, the title. Hundred um, percent. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, like, we.
2: I feel like you we, were like really consistent throughout the whole um, season. Um, like I love Monet. she's a really fierce, talented queen. But then when it was like a boat, you both win. It was a bit like, oh my gosh, Trinity got robbed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, we both were just like we wish they would have just chosen one or the other at that moment. This was all in that moment. So many people from around the world are getting to see not only one lgbt member but two yes. one person that is white and one person that is black being equal oh, yeah, and that's so it, good. It, the message itself was much more important than than just us, you that's know so, so it, it it was a very powerful moment and and i'm i'm happy because there's not another tide winners so we nice. definitely stand out compared to everyone else a
2: hundred percent after we won um our season, we got obviously a whole lot of, uh, fan support, so much love. Like again, we were the first legally gay married couple, um, on reality TV um, in Australia. Um, so we got so much like uh, social media love, but then we on the flip side. We also got the, um, oh, this was rigged. They had, they of course producers let the gay team win. If the gay team didn't win, it would have been, look would have been a bad look, all this sort of stuff. Did you get much um, hate? Like, oh, Monet deserved to win or how did Trinity get to the end or anything like that?
1: It's really unsettling that, some of the viewers of Drag Race spew so much hate towards queens of color. It's really, really unsettling. Yeah. Um, Monet got so much hate, um, at least from what I saw. I mean, yes, I got hate for sure, but it was, it was more amplified for her because she is black, because yeah. she's a queen of color. Yeah, and that so is sad. an ongoing situation in every single season. The queens of color don't get as much praise they don't get as much support they get way more hate and you know it's unfortunate and it needs to stop the fans of the show need to support all the queens and if you don't want to support a queen then just keep your mouth shut you know you don't have to put that opinion out there to hurt someone else especially something that has to do with their gender or their race exactly 100%. especially
2: when rupaul is a
3: queen of color like herself like yes. that's just that, that blows my mind yes we were doing our research yesterday and we saw there was a little bit of um beef i don't know a while, a while back with you and james charles was he saying something about his his ass was massive or just some absolute trash like that and he said hold on girl like let's be real there's no ass there what are you talking about yeah
1: i mean yeah. I don't know if you want to call it beef or anything. He had made this stupid post about um, uh, I was diagnosed or, or something with a with a fat ass. I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God. You are so – first of all, you're just stupid for, for saying that. And second of all – and I had just made like a catty – funny joke I don't know him that well so it was it was literally a joke what I said yeah and it wasn't anything personal it was just very generic what I said well he came back with like very like deep digging comebacks that were just hateful and so we got into a tiff and then you know what after that I just moved on it it wasn't it's not really worth it for me to like cling on to something like that I don't support him I just think he's not I think he's just trouble to begin with but you know he can go do his thing i'm gonna do mine i don't have any beats with him but um yeah it was just it was just kind of juvenile honestly Yeah. yeah exactly
0: hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week
2: open and outspoken about the um, different work that you've got done on your body and that sort of thing. But I wanted to like rewind a little bit back to like your earlier like teenage days and that sort of stuff. Did you have like a lot of like insecurities around your body and things like that and like the reasons around getting getting some work done and, and improving your image and whatnot? Um, where, where did all that come from?
1: Oh, absolutely. I um, grew up very effeminate uh, very tiny, like very skinny, like underweight. And um, so going through high school and people making fun of you and um, it, it's kind of like the same thing when people make fun of someone who is heavier set it, it, in, on the opposite spectrum, yeah. you know, the, you can feel the same about yourself. You can hate your body when people are constantly coming at you because you're too skinny or you're too big
0: um
1: it it, it really eats away at your self-confidence and so when I was younger in my my early um 20s I decided to get plastic surgery which was injections because I had no ass I was like really freaking skinny (laughs) and um so I got some injections that way. I do not suggest doing what I did, which was um, (laughs) silicone injections. Now there's so many more options that are... um, Out there for people, I suggest just consulting with a doctor, no matter what you're trying to do.
2: Well, you do have Um, one of the nicest asses
1: in Drag Race history.
3: (laughs) Well, thank you. Well, thank you. Thanks for looking. (laughs) But but, because we had the most awkward, you know, it was awkward puberty years. Us, for puberty sucked. Trinity, like our balls were dropping. I think I had a beard at like age nine. Um, I was super hairy. Like it was just a real awkward, awkward phase. I had man boobs. I was definitely overweight. I think for anyone going through their puberty years, that's really hard and moving through that you try and i don't know try and get healthy fix the way you look and whatever you need to do to feel confident about yourself we are firm believers and supporters in so we obviously think you look absolutely stunning now but we are firm firm supporters in whatever makes you happy you know what just do it you're not hurting anyone
1: at the end of the day no matter how many procedures you get done you're always going to find something that you want to change or fix or make better because uh, we're always we're in, we're imperfect we're imperfect beings.
0: Yeah. We will
1: never be perfect. No one's ever perfect. Yeah. And so you have to love yourself, who you are, um, on the inside, to to accept and love the person on the outside. Oh, can and, I get an amen up in here, girl? That <laughs> yes, was beautiful. <laughs>
3: and what a lot of people probably don't know is you were raised by your grandmother. Is that something she instilled within you, Trinity? growing up as just, just that kind of um, energy involved of just being positive and having a positive outlook?
1: You know, my great, my my grandmother that raised me, she raised me with morals, which is, you know, you, you got to do the right thing. And um, she raised me with manners. Yes. But she also raised me with being outspoken and standing up for yourself. And yes. that's kind of where, where I am with you know, uh, these people online is that, you know, I've been there, I stand up for myself, but what I've realized is that, you know, you're never, you're always going to have haters and the, the better you do in life, the more successful you are, the more of that you're going to get.
3: Trinity, we want to know you got to spill the tea girl. Have you been watching the U S and UK drag race? Have you been watching that? Absolutely, current, current of course season. I do. Oh my God, who are your favourite queens? Give us your favourite in the US and favourite in the UK if you've got any.
1: Well, um, my favourite, I have two favourites in the US and two favourites in the UK. My Ooh. two favourites in the US are um, Simone oh, and Mick. Yes, yes oh they're our two favourites. Yeah.
2: This is going to be creepy I if you do the UK and it's the same as us.
1: <laughs> and, and my two favourites, from um, the. I, I, I actually love the cast of the UK better than I like the one of the US. <laughs> they're um, so entertaining, aren't they? <laughs> they're so entertaining. Um, I love all of the queens from the UK, but my two favorites are Lawrence
3: Dana. <laughs> 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 Have fun as and, in saying his name, eh? Lawrence I know, I, lo- I love it. I love it. And then also. Uh, Bimini, Bimini yes. is, is, is playing How it. How good is Bimini? And guess what? Did you hear Drag Race Down Under's coming soon? Would that Yes, be... I saw the cast. Oh I, saw, I know
1: two. Yeah, I know. Um, i I know of Art Simone. I've never met her, but I love her drag. And then, um, I've toured with Karen from Finance. I love Karen. She's so good. We want to know, when you come into, like, let's just talk,
2: we'll talk about All-Stars, season Ooh. one, you went in there and you absolutely slayed the house down in the reading challenge. Oh, you did. And I just wanted to know, is that all just simply off the cuff? You guys are just that quick or are you already a little bit kind of clued onto who's going in and you're preparing it because you were just too good at those reading <laughs> challenges.
3: Well, like nobody can I be think- this quick.
1: I think what you do is, at least for me, a lot of my comedy is off the cuff, like what I did for Snatch Game. But then then you have stuff like the reading challenge and like roasts and stuff like that. You kind of have to prepare a little bit for. Yes. Um, So what a lot of queens do is they have um, these writers that write jokes and and things, um, write generic stuff that they can kind of place it with a bunch of different kinds of Queens. And so that's kind of what you, what you have. So that's what, that's what I did at least. That's really Um, interesting. Though going into the roast, because it was specific for lady bunny, um, (laughs) none of my jokes that I had written
3: for me kind of worked for her. So oh, I had to make everything no. up myself there and that's why I kinda of bombed. Oh no you <laughs> absolutely killed the snatch game. That was um that was iconic as the Caitlin Jenner. Abbott. Trinity, I wanna know a little behind the scenes T. Do you see much of Rue? Like sort of behind the scenes, you only really see Rue when we see him on the show, seeing you, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, you only see Rue. There is no personal interaction with rue and i think the reason why this happens is because it's a competition you know there's certain girls that have complained over the the years that um they want a more personal connection with rue while they're there but the thing is is that that would be unfair it's a competition she's trying to be unbiased and so you only interact with her when you you're on camera you know when i've shot with her for AJ and the Queen, um, we had to run lines together and she was so laid back. I was literally next to her. She's so funny, um, yes. so personable, completely different than Drag Race because she wasn't judging me then. So it, she didn't have oh, to be biased yeah, exactly. or, or unbiased. What a and moment. So, um, what a moment. Yes, yeah, you really only interact with her on camera on Drag Race.
2: And then since like everything's wrapped, like um, AJ and the Queen and RuPaul, do you keep in touch with Ru, or is it not that type of relationship?
1: Oh, absolutely not that kind of a relationship. Ru is, um, <laughs> Ru is far too busy to oh. be uh, uh, texting um, uh, two hundred plus drag queens. You know what I mean? Hey, girl, she, hey. She would hey.
3: yeah, exactly. She would right be an import, all the he? time. <laughs> Trudy, I do Inside exactly. Insider T. What did you have a backup for snatch game? You slayed Caitlyn Jenner, but if you had have gone off that, did you have a backup plan?
1: I did. I had two. I wasn't really planning on doing either one, but I I had um, Jennifer Coolidge as one of them, oh. and um, I don't know if you know who Iris Apfel is, but she is a she's a, a really you. old fashion icon. Um, socialite from New York. She She's the one that has really, really short white hair and humongous glasses. No, I'll have to send right. you a picture. Yeah, that'd like be great. double um, wears Prada. Yeah, <laughs> yeah very that. It's very that. Um, so um, those were my two backups. But, Did Caitlyn um, Jenner like, congratulate you on your performance or anything like
3: that, or that, that never happened?
1: Oh, no, she didn't. She didn't, and I, I'm not surprised. I mean, <laughs> um, when you do... Snatch Game perform- performances, you're kind of making fun of them. So I can't imagine her reaching out to me and saying congrats. And then behind
2: the scenes, was um, did you and Gia have any more words because she oh. wanted to do Caitlyn?
1: <gasps> well, I'll give you some real tea, like oh. some honest real tea. Spill it, girl, spill it. So Gia is not really how she is. On TV, what she is in person. She is, at least in my experience, super sweet. Not as shady as that. Whoa. Um, going into All Stars, when when we were off camera, she told all of us. She said, "Look, I'm here to make good TV. I'm gonna be shady. Oh you know, it's God. not personal." So, um, she had told me that she was gonna do Caitlyn too. And I had told her, Hey, I'm doing Caitlin. She's like, Oh my gosh, I don't want to have to compete against your Caitlin. So (laughs) I'm going to change mine for sure. But for TV sake, you know, I'm going to play it up. I was like, okay, girl, whatever you need to do. So (laughs) that interaction with us, like bickering and fighting was kind of pre-planned on her end. But, um, her whole persona on the show is just not really how she is in person, at least in my experience.
2: We wanted to um, play a game with you if, you, if you've still got a few minutes, Trinity.
3: It's a game we like to sure. call um, Stop Tucking Around. Yes. <laughs> so how it's going to work, oh. Trinity, we're going to spit for us some questions at you, and you just got to give us a super quick, speedy response. we have got to be at six or seven here, but this short and sweet. Whatever comes to mind first, you just spit it out, girl. Give us your honest, honest opinion, eh? How's that sound? Okay. okay. Oh, God, okay. <laughs> so here we go. This is Stop Tucking Around. Number one favorite drag queen ever, apart from yourself, Rue. You can't say Rue. <laughs> um, I would say uh,
1: Bianca Del Rio. Yes, I just, oh, we I love just think Bianca. I think she's so uh, amazing at so many different things, and she's really funny.
2: All right, Jeez. flip the question. Least favorite drag queen ever.
1: Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> um, <laughs> I um, well um, uh, James Charles when drugs, so. <laughs> Yes,
3: uh, good one, good one. <laughs> oh my God, here we go. Trinity, your best Trinity one-liner. Give us your favourite one-liner that you've said on those teas. I can't shade. Yes, yes. can yeah. I give you my my favourites? Where are the jugs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: I love that. <laughs> I love that.
3: <laughs> All right. If you
2: had
1: to describe Rue in three words, what would they be? Oh iconic yes. legendary
3: rich yes! That's so good. okay next one the rudest judge or guest judge that you ever encountered throughout those two seasons
1: yeah um there was one um <gasps> i don't i don't remember her name she was a broadway actress oh um it was during season nine, yeah. she wore gold. Okay, yeah. I don't remember. I, I really don't remember the episode, but um, she wore gold, and she just was so freaking rude really? to all of yeah. Like I mean, you you don't really interact with her, but just her commentary just was so rude. Just there's, like there's me. another one too. Yeah, there's another one. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, Megan Trainer was <gasps> not that she was rude, but. She just didn't seem like she wanted to be there. She was just like, whatever. And apparently, apparently she took um, Chez Coulee's sandwich during season nine uh, during lunch. Oh, um, my God. Yeah, before she could get to it. So that's apparently that's what I was told.
3: You know, you're <laughs> playing with fire when you're stealing a drag queen sandwich. <laughs> that, that's <laughs> dangerous. Oh, hello.
1: hello? <laughs> Not shade <who> sandwich. <laughs> you shady bitch.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. Next question. If there was a queen that doesn't have a crown yet, who do you
3: think deserves it the most? Yes. Who hasn't been oh crowned but should have been crowned? Who should have a crown by now?
1: Uh, peppermint, hello. That way, all top flora from season nine can be crowned. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
2: how good is peppermint? That I'll tell be- you who mine would be. Oh yeah. yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shangela.
1: Shangela. Yes. Oh yeah, Shangela. Shangela was good. I thought she was going to win All-Stars 3. I'm not going to lie.
3: Oh, my God. Alyssa Edwards, I reckon she deserves a crown, surely. (laughs) She's so iconic. Back rolls. (laughs) Yeah, she's
1: very iconic. I don't know about winning
3: a crown, but she's
1: definitely (laughs)
3: iconic. (laughs) Okay, Trinity, lucky last. We're going to switch that other question. So, a queen that that does have a crown, that probably shouldn't have been given the crown. (laughs) You shady
2: bitch.
3: (laughs) Oh, gosh. Um, Let's
1: see. Um, Who shouldn't have been crowned? Um, I'm going to say... Uh, even though she's my favorite, Bianca Del Rio, bitch. She didn't need no damn crown. <laughs> she was, I mean, she deserved it for sure, but she was already legendary. What was she doing on a reality show, bitch? She was already
3: famous. Yeah. She's already the queen. She's and already the queen. Yeah. I
2: love how she always says, yes, I wore the same dress every episode, but I still won, bitch. <laughs>
3: exactly. Her but shade to did, Laganja, it will go down as some of the most iconic television ever. Laganja and Bianca is like back and forth. Oh my God, I live for that show. Shit. <laughs> yeah drag race is iconic it's it, so good trinity you need to get your butt your amazing butt back on back on it again you got to come back for another all-stars <laughs> you got to come back as a judge we need to see more trinity the tuck the body yoddy yoddy back on rue um RuPaul's drag race it's got to happen
1: well i mean you never say never
3: oh yes. Well, before we let you go,
2: Trinity, um, we hear on the Rimmer Mill that your podcast is coming back very soon. Work with Trinity the Tuck and Ginger Minge as your co host. Yes.
1: Yes. Um, It's coming back soon. We're actually uh, filming in the next week. Um, And so uh, people can look out for this in the next month.
3: That is so good. And if people want to find your music, Trinity, on iTunes, on everything, you, you got some bangers, you got some songs. Is there anything new coming in terms of music?
1: Yes. um, I'm working on a new album. (gasps) Uh, No release date yet. I'm trying to, like, let this pandemic... Get over with before I start releasing stuff because I want to film music videos and it's kind of hard to do when we're you know not allowed to be around each other. So just, just coming um,
2: quarantine in Australia for two weeks. You got fourteen days quarantine and we'll
3: help you out. We'll hook you up. We can twerk yeah. in the we can twerk in the background of one of your music videos.
1: <laughs> oh trust, if we're gonna be uh, twer- if I'm gonna be watching you twerk and it's gonna be filmed, I'm putting it on, <laughs> on the fans.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh we we were gagging. We saw who's freaking um, the vixen. We also saw the Vixen on OnlyFans, not on OnlyFans, but on (laughs) On Twitter, Twitter, I could not believe it. I was like, oh my God, the Vixen's got OnlyFans and he's got a massive penis. (laughs) Well, you know, she's (laughs) (laughs) multi-talented. No, but we've had so much fun chatting with you, Trinity. You are honestly, like we said in the intro, you were so iconic. We are obsessed with you. You're our favorite queen ever, the most polished queen to ever walk through those doors. So thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to sit down and have a little fun chat with us. We really do appreciate it.
1: Oh, thank you, boys. It's been a pleasure.
3: And when you're
2: in Australia next, you have to come and hang out with us.
1: Yes. I would love that. Two, two hot men's as is. I'm, I'm
3: down. And dead set, lock I'm it in. I'm down under. Yes. Lock it in. We well, want to be in one of your music videos, dancing with you. That would be absolute life goals. Tick that box. Yes, I would love that. <laughs> (laughs) So thanks so much, Trinity. Have the best day ever, and we can't wait to see you back on Drag Race, hopefully soon. (laughs) Okay, y'all have a good day. You too. See you, Trinity. Thank you so much. Bye. Hold
0: up. What was that?
3: Oh my God, how good was Trinity? I dead set love her even more now. I am obsessed. Like, she was already one of my favorite queens, but now she's like literally number one. Yes! We have to get our butts on Drag Race. It would be so iconic. And if not, a close second would be twerking in the background of one of Trinity's music videos. Yeah. Lock it in,
2: Eddie. I'm pretty sure Orville would make his like pit crew on Drag Race.
3: <laughs> that was so much fun. We had an absolute blast. And I'm kind of devastated the episode's over. That was heaps of fun.
2: I know. But if you do love listening to this podcast and want to support us, please share this to your friends and family. Share it on your social media. Tell everyone just how good it is and how
3: amazing (laughs) Tim and Rod are. And um, that would be really appreciated. Yes. And we're so excited to um, see what comes next. Stay tuned. Don't miss next week's episode. It's going to be a truckload of fun. We can't wait to get back on here and do our thing. See you next
2: time. Bye, bye, bye. It's time to go. Thanks for listening to the Real House Husbands podcast.
1: Bye, pumpkin.
2: Keep up to date with at Tim and Rod on Instagram. Doing what we love to do the most. And subscribe so you don't miss the next episode.